Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Wall podcast. Today, I want to give you all my top four audition tips um, as we start going into this fall season. I actually had this episode planned for a while, and I've been sitting on it, one, because auditions really haven't been happening other than virtually. But now, as a lot of us are seeing, they're starting to pop up more on websites, um, on Instagram. We're like, oh, more in-person auditions. And so I think it's a good time to actually share this. And another reason why I wasn't really planning on doing it is because I feel like we've been getting audition tips for our entire lives, right? Like ever since we were young and we are auditioning for like our studios you know, recital, like opening number performance, like we've been getting audition tips, right? What to wear, you know, where to stand, uh, how to stand, how to perform, all this kind of stuff. And I really wanted these tips or this advice to be a little more nuanced. Yeah. So these are things you can play with as you start entering your own auditions. Um, So I just want to jump right in. The first one that I want to talk about is you need to know what you're auditioning for. And of all of the tips I'm giving you, this is probably the one you've heard the most. Like, know what you're signing up for. Um, But I mean it. And this is why. We need to not be afraid to ask questions. A lot of the times, audition posts are going to be incredibly vague. They're going to be looking for dancers, male, female, whatever, and for a uh, contract starting on this date, ending this date. And sure, that might sound, oh, cool, work in this amount of time. But they're not actually telling you how many working weeks there are. They're not telling you how much you're getting paid. They're not telling you what choreographers you're going to be working with or how much performance is going to be happening or is there to- all this kind of stuff. So we need to be more confident and more proactive when it comes to finding out what we're actually auditioning for. So don't be afraid to, one, especially ask what are the work weeks, right? Including time. So maybe their work weeks are Monday through Friday, but, you know, their work schedule is only 8 to noon. Are you going to move somewhere to work from 8 a.m. to noon and then have a full day and not be paid a livable wage from that one job, right? Maybe. I don't know. I've done it. But uh, maybe this is something that isn't going to work for you. But you don't know. And then when you audition and get the job, you might feel stuck. You're like, oh, well, I auditioned and signed up for this. And now I have to take it. I don't think so. But that's a one great question to ask. What are the work weeks? And then additionally, what is the weekly or yearly salary? Right? How much can you expect to make, especially if you're looking to move to a new city or start a new job or leave one job for another? You know, and as I mentioned earlier, we need to realize that many companies just don't know what they want or what they're going to need for the upcoming season or, you know, who's going to be leaving the show. Luckily, this is getting better, but a lot of them are still just holding auditions to for just in case, just in case a dancer decides to leave. Um, Is this a problem? Yeah. I mean, it's a huge time waster, right? Like I'm going to go audition for this show that actually isn't looking to hire anybody. It's a little frustrating, right? I spend all this time, this energy, this um, emotional, mental energy 
you know, performing for these people who are all sitting there watching and being like, well, we don't need anyone, but good to see these people. Right? It's a little frustrating. But the other side is if they're not being clear, why should you have to be? Right? If they're like, oh, we weren't clear on how much money we were going to pay you or what the work weeks were or if we were actually looking for any vacancies or if there was touring, if there were other performance opportunities, why should I have to then be like, oh, then I'm definitely going to say yes, not knowing all the information. Yeah. But to the best of our ability, we can ask these questions and find out and see if they'll tell us. If they don't tell us, I think that's a red flag as well. If they aren't willing to say, oh, this is actually how much you'll be making for working for us, big red flag. Yeah. So ask those questions. Ask about the perks, touring, performing, uh, what choreographer, what choreographers are involved, what are the pay, health benefits, right? Find out. That is the first one. Know what you're auditioning for. The second one is don't wait, and I've talked about this a lot, don't wait for the audition to invest. Don't wait for the company, the show, the choreographer to say, hey, I'm looking for dancers for you to all to just then show up, right? There are classes, people are holding workshops, any form of long-term or long periods of working with a choreographer or company is going to be your best bet. I mean, auditions are definitely an effective way to hire dancers quickly. However, I don't think they're representative of how someone is to work with long-term. So in a short audition of one to even two days, you're not really getting a great idea of how someone is to work with for a week. So yes, if they need to hire a dancer quickly, an audition is perfect. If they want to hire dancers that are going to be really great for their company long term, I don't think it's the best way. So going to these classes, going to these auditions gives you a major advantage in showing, you know, people who are casting what you have to offer over long periods of time, right? Because remember, people want to hire people they know and people they trust. That is massive. And if they can, they're going to, right? If you're walking into the studio for the first time for an audition, and they have, you know, Svetlana over here who's been coming to their workshops and she started college for the last, like, three years, they're probably going to go with Svetlana, right? So keep that in mind. Show up before they're asking for you to show up. Don't wait for the audition to invest. This third one is the balance between the I really need this job versus I don't mindset. Yeah. So a lot of dancers go into auditions with different mindsets. Some of them go in with the God, I hope I get it. Burn it. I hope you know that whole chorus line mindset of like, I really need this job. Right. For me, I have found that I am way more effective in booking jobs and getting further in auditions when I go in knowing I don't need this job, right? They need me. They're looking to hire someone, hopefully like me, right? So having that mindset of, of, and switching, and it takes a lot of time and it also takes some, a lot of reps. It takes a lot of time going into auditions and, realizing, you know, all these truths about what auditions are. But, you know, when I relax and don't get into my head, it 
really works in my favor. And sometimes when I was younger and auditioning for jobs I knew I couldn't do, those would be the jobs I would do really successful, would be really successful in because I didn't need it. I was so relaxed. I was just working. I just wanted to show what I could do, right? In a very matter of fact way, not a performative way. I'm like, I'm not performing for you. I'm just showing you what I'm like to work with. And that really resonated with people, right? And remember, this isn't always true for everybody. Some people are very successful coming in with that. I got to, I need to book this job or I'm not eating tonight mindset, right? Or maybe that's true. That is true for some people. Um, But it's a scary place for me to live in. And if that's also a weird and uncomfortable place for you to live in, I do not recommend going forward in that way. So not walking into an audition feeling desperate for a job, it allows the opportunity for people to see our work, right? So that's number two. Really try to balance and figure out what works really well for you. Are you better at the, you know, I don't really need this job, or are you better at the, God, I hope I get this job, yeah? The final one is to pay attention to what's getting attention. Yeah, pay attention to what's getting attention. And this just comes down to being observant when you're in the room. I, for one, really enjoy being in an audition room and say I'm like group three or four, watching how the people on the other side of the table uh, watch the performers or watch the auditioners and seeing what catches their eye. What are they drawn to, right? Who's getting kept in that group? Right. So I love to analyze that kind of stuff. But ask what you have to offer that reflects what's catching their attention. Right. We never want to pretend to be a dancer. We're not. Right. That's going to leave us unhappy. That's going to leave the people that we are working with unhappy. So really try to stay true to who you are as a dancer. But ask yourself, how can I amplify the skills that I already have? How can I take something like being really clean or really clear? How do I amplify that because I'm auditioning for the Rockettes and that's going to be precision is something that they're attracted to? Or how if, you know, if people in the the room are getting kept for making a lot of creative choices, how what choices can I make in order to, you know, also be seen as a decision maker, right? So not taking it being like, ooh, they're really good at floor work. I'm not. Oh, I'm going to do a lot of floor work. But okay, so they're really they, – another thing that they're doing is they're expanding. And I'm a, gri- I, I'm a big mover. I can move really large as well, even if that's not on the floor, right? So those are my four tips for you. The first one being know what you're auditioning for. Next, don't wait for the audition to invest. And honestly, that is the biggest one. Build trust before – you need to get a job, right? You don't need the job versus you really want this job or you really need this job mentality. And then pay attention to what's getting attention. Yeah, I hope this was helpful for you. If any of these four tips really resonate with you, please let me know. Uh, But if you do love this, remember, we love a review. We haven't gotten a review in a long time. And if you haven't yet and you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I would love if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, share any of your favorite episodes on social media, and I will see you all in another episode. Bye, everybody.